Happy Halloween, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> and Mama Kay. Hello! <laughs> Terrifying. And tonight, tonight we are doing The Lighthouse, the new horror psychological thriller uh, by director Robert Eggers, uh, who people will know by his... Mm, mixed-reviewed movie, The Witch. Uh, it's a, one of those movies that critics really love, and audiences are like, eh, where, where are the jump scares? Not enough jump scares. Are they classifying scares. this one as a horror lighthouse? Uh, it's psychological psychological horror is the oh. d- the one I see here. But you know every movie has a million different, you know, different lines for it. Um, it's not a pop-out scare horror. It's a... Uh, one time much, it is. Yeah, but... Kind of. I mean, it's got a yeah. couple, but we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, this I find stars this to be more of a comedy. So. <laughs> <laughs> this stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson as two grizzled old sea folk, uh, and uh, Robert Pattinson's name is Sea Folk. Even Robert Pattinson, even I mean, I bet he's like supposed to be twenty three, and he looks like that because he's just like he looks weathered. hot in this. Oh, oh, you like no. you into that? Yeah. What? Uh, I'm okay, no. not into that. Mm-mm. I thought Will like was pretty hot. No, <laughs> did you? That's Halloween right there. Was turning up the the sexiness in this one. There's some nice looking seagulls in this movie. The Robert Pattinson plays <laughs> Ephraim Winslow, who is like a uh, boat attendant. He's got a contract job as a wiki uh, for four weeks on an isolated island. Of, the hell even uh, is that? A wiki? Yeah. Someone who works for Lighthouse. Wikipedia. <laughs> no. Not someone who works for it's a lighthouse keeper. Yeah. Oh, I wish that it's like slang. That. Yeah. Well, they they are all salty. Like you can't even understand what Willem Dafoe says half the time. No, Willem Dafoe is yeah. Thomas Wake, who is an elderly man, and he's the supervisor for Robert Pattinson's character. And uh, I mean, I I don't even need to read you the plot. I just told you the plot. The two of them are <laughs> on an isolated ice lighthouse in like the middle of the ocean somewhere. I think it says in New England, but you, you don't yeah. even really need to know that because uh, they're the only two in this. It's in the North Atlantic, so like New England, yeah. New Brunswick, kind of. So they're the only two here. It's completely isolated. And we should say before we get into spoilers, this is, if you can tell by the trailers, all in black and white. It's shot in, I think, 4-3 aspect. So it's got um, it's got the traditional full screen instead of the wide screen. So the whole movie has those black bars on the side of it the whole time. Um, so it's very, uh, it's it's set in the 1890s and it's filmed like it's from, you know, the 1990s, maybe? Older? <laughs> 1990s. Maybe they had black. They had color TV then. I mean the the aspect, like the, the having the the square box instead of the widescreen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mine was super square. Like I wasn't used to that at all. No, it was jarring. It was very different. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into uh, spoilers now. If you haven't seen The Lighthouse, it went to more theaters than I thought it would. This is kind of like an indie art housey kind of movie. So, yeah. uh, but it should be playing in quite a few theaters. If Mama K can find it in Maine, you can probably find it in your small town too. Right. Uh, on. Go check it out if you have any interest. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Also, I the amount of birds. Kinda... The amount of birds in a movie. We rate it by that. Well, if we did, this would be pretty pretty high up there. <laughs> I give so it the whole thing birds. is they get to the island, <laughs> and um, we see like their day-to-day life. Uh, Thomas, which is Willem Dafoe's character, takes care of like the light part of the lighthouse, uh, while Robert Pattinson's e- e- Ephraim. Ephraim. Well, he said he called him Ephraim. Yeah, Winslow and Wake, I think, is better as names for them. Winslow is is doing all the grunt work, doing all the shitty cleaning. He and takes care of the house part. Yeah, but he's right. like he does the shit work basically. While mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe gets to hang out in the in the you know up by the lights, um, and there's you know we see like weird little dream sequences involving mermaids and uh, scrimshaw and. Uh, sea monsters, uh, like but in the real world, yeah. like a kraken, right? And then we also, in the real world, uh, Robert Pattinson's having this little, um, this tiff with uh, with uh, a seagull that keeps bothering him, coming up to him, being in his way, banging on his window in the middle of the night, just annoying the <laughs> shit out of him. And um, 
Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson have a lot of scenes to get, you know, just two of them have a lot of scenes together at like a dinner table or over having some drinks together. And Willem Dafoe is like, you know, traditional grizzled old sea captain, superstitious, don't hurt the bird. It's bad luck to kill the bird. Um, He does. He has the cup full of liquor and he's like, you got to toast me. It's bad luck not to toast me. Um, And Robert Pattinson is quickly getting sick of his shit, basically. And um, eventually he kills the bird. And uh, their luck starts to turn. And I, before we get into that part of the movie, I'll start with the plot. Mama Kay, what did you think of the plot of this movie? The plot of this movie, I, I spent a lot of time really thinking during the movie because I was kind of confused about where it was going and whether or not. I got really stuck at one point thinking that it was actually just one character and he was versing himself when he found out his when when we find out that both their names are actually Thomas. I thought, mm-hmm. oh. Okay, this is now making sense to me because he's actually just fighting against himself. But I, I don't think, think that was actual. That. Did you think that too? Yeah, Nicole? yeah, I thought that it was yeah. going to end up just being him in his own mind or something. And it still could be, right? That's the whole thing with the plot of this movie is very simple. It's they're going out there and someone's going mad. They're all going mad. They're all going to die. You, I felt like you knew that going into this is that everyone's dying. All two of them or maybe even just Are one of them. all just one of them. And maybe <laughs> yeah, he exactly. is actually the bird too. I have the no idea. included, yeah. 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 He's also a bird. He's, He's also, also a mermaid. Right. He's all also a things. lighthouse. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't he though? I mean... <laughs> isn't he though <laughs> well i mean they're I, all i want to agree but i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> you do want to agree because that's the they want you to agree the people who made this movie i think uh the lighthouse is perfect it's it's two dudes and you know the white house is a huge phallic symbol obviously white house wow sorry lighthouse oh. um oh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. um slipping and... on some freud there yeah really <laughs> You know, that's how it, that's it's Halloween. You can do that. Um, so what? I think the plot of the movie is just um, it's kind of convoluted, even though it's it's simple because you really are. I, I think you're watching it thinking about a lot of different things and how things can be approached from a lot of different angles. Um, I usually really like day uh, like day in the life kind of movies or just kind of peeking into somebody. But yeah, I. I don't ever want to follow another boring life again for this long. So <laughs> unless it's my own, <laughs> um, yeah, I really, I have enough of that in reality. So <laughs> there's that. Um, so I'm going to give the plot for this. Um, having said all that, that, that sounded kind of negative. I'm going to give this plot a three and a half. Nicole. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know really what the purpose of this plot is supposed to be i mean from what i'm gathering you know the beginning is really god awful slow and it's hard for me to follow because from my understanding robert pattinson is not that's not his like profession to take care of lighthouses right like he did something else and now he's doing this right right? yeah i mean he's he's like a contract worker yeah he's just moving on from one thing to the next basically yeah i just feel like he really got in there and was kind of it was just really awkward. It just didn't make any sense to me, like, what he was doing there. Um, he didn't really get much assistance. <laughs> so for him to figure out what to do there was pretty good um, on his own. But, I mean, this whole plot is just really confusing to me. I didn't quite understand. Like, I thought there was supposed to be a boat coming to save them at the storm. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. Nothing came. Well, there, there was, but... <laughs> it was too much of a storm. And then the storm right. got bigger. The- the storm yeah, was so see. bad that no one could get to them. And then there's a whole like time bending thing when Willem Dafoe's yelling at Robert Pattinson's like, "How long have we been here? Five five weeks? Two days?" I mean, like, all that. Like, me. I, like no one. I understand like, all, him saying yeah. that, but anybody could just say that in passing and it m- not mean anything. So I don't think I took it as something so seriously. Of you know what this movie was supposed to be? Is it supposed to be time travel? Is it supposed to be him being one person? Is it supposed to be us not being under not being able to understand um, the aspect of time here? Or was he just saying it as a shit? We got to get out of here. I'm tired. Like I don't know how to feel about right. it, and it doesn't give me enough like push to want to know. I'd rather just forget about it because it <laughs> I didn't like it that much. So I'm gonna give the plot a two. Because it is interesting, but I don't have the time to think about why. I, I th- the you plot know, I think- for 
Well, oh, can I comment on Nicole's real quick? I, I think that you're accurate. The time thing is, it doesn't, it's not fleshed out enough for me, for me, like in the beginning, it already seemed like in the very beginning, Robert Pattinson's character, what's, what are we going to call him? Marlo? What's his name? Winslow? Uh, Winslow. Mm-hmm. Um, Winslow. Yeah. I don't know. Winslow. Winslow and Wake. Winslow yeah. and Winslow, Wake. For, yeah. Winslow was already like super agitated and ready to get off of the the lighthouse island like from jump street so i was like you're gonna be there for four weeks that doesn't you can do anything for four weeks that's not insurmountable so i didn't understand i guess in the beginning how he was already i mean you find out later on that there's some character development for him and that the reason why he's there and maybe why he's like that in the beginning but but i because i didn't get enough information about that i was just kind of irritated with his character um and irritated with how the plot started that it just kind of i felt like it put me in there and didn't give me any any background at least i can understand the willem willer where the willem defoe's character was coming from um well i think as soon as as soon as he gets there though like he he like when they get there we see our patents in day life and it just sucks like it's horrible like the water is all like no good and like he has to clean the shit buckets and he's lugging <laughs> shit upstairs and it's just it's horrible and he has to sleep with the fucking farting Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe I think the first sound you hear in this movie other than <laughs> Seagull's calling is Willem Dafoe farting it's no like, it's... the first thing you hear is him pissing in a can and then you hear him farting oh uh, oh yeah you're right yeah so <laughs> I mean off the bat yeah I think Robert Pattinson as soon as he gets here he's like oh shit I bit off like what did I side myself up for like this is horrible like Again, though, and it it's is. four weeks i mean it's four weeks of your life so i would be that upset it would be it looks it looks really? it looks fucking like a nightmare it looks so bad if you're robert pattinson in there i felt his just like dragging and like horrible like like he just feels awful and and i think when later on we find out you know some of what his character ends up being and like his whole mental state by the end it, what i start to question retroactively everything i've been told in the last hour and a half he's kind of like the unre- unreliable narrator un- unreliable uh, first person yeah. um so the but for the while we're on the plot still like yeah. it's probably my weakest point in the movie cuz i i don't know i don't know what I'm supposed to. What are we supposed think? to be doing with it? Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to like. It for me, it works more as a series of vignettes with the same two characters. And I think I a totally lot of agree with you on that. That's how it. Yeah. That's how it should have been. But the that vignettes for me are time. entertaining. They're interesting. Most of them, anyway. But like as a story, I don't. I don't know what we're doing. So I, right. I think that's my lowest grade. I'm. I'm probably at like a two five. Um, just because I don't really. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, and I don't know if it had some overarching theme or message, and we'll get to that more, I guess, in the rest of the feel, but that, I don't know if that's really hit me like it was supposed to. Um, but the the characters, let's get, this is the meat, the two characters, because yeah. it's pretty much two characters bantering, or one character to go in nuts, and uh, I'll start with you, uh, Nicole, this time first. What do you think of the characters in this? Um, well, I thought in the beginning they were both really quite boring, like, I just didn't want to get into it because well one i couldn't understand that what willem dafoe was even fucking saying um well <laughs> you turned to me you're like brennan, i think we need subtitles for this brennan and i are subtitle watchers so we we, we use are. that at, for to enhance our experience because if i can read it and still get the full effect then i feel a lot better it might about be a what crutch for us at this point <laughs> probably yeah but you guys it probably is to. you're right but i mean to have it, it just lost a lot of value for me because i'm still trying to figure out what he's saying in the scenes over <laughs> oh no, I'm not paying attention anymore. Um, he speaks in a different, an old timey dialect too. Yeah, so it's like it's like ye old English and it's ye old right. sea captain English. So it's like <laughs> you're only understanding every like third or fourth. And word. I don't have context of what the words mean. If I had context better, then I would understand. Like, what, what word did I ask you what they meant earlier? I don't even remember what it is. But wiki, wiki. Yeah, I don't. I never heard of that before. So I'm sitting. I'm like sitting there, like, what the hell does that even mean? But anyway. Um, one of my favorite scenes of this actually is when they're in and they're having an argument after I believe they were both really drunk at this point because I know that uh, Winslow wasn't drinking in the beginning, but when he like lets loose and starts drinking, <laughs> he says something about um, what's the other guy's name? Wake. Wake. wake he says wake something about Wake's cooking, <laughs> and Wake goes, "You don't oh, like yeah. my cooking." 
<laughs> oh, that was I, I wanted to get to that. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's an awesome, awesome. Yeah, scene. that was that the scene. best dynamic I saw between the two of them. I was laughing because it's just like everything that's going on. You're stranded and you're tired and and you you know you're gonna die here essentially. But you're worried about if you liked your cooking or not. <laughs> yeah, but I think that scene that scene had to happen because everything else was so bleak, and that Absolutely. is just like a little. You know, that's like a little, okay, audience, we're, we're helping you out here for a second. <laughs> well, it, it, it clearly made an impact on me because that's one of the few scenes that I remember enjoying. Um, I mean, other than that, I felt like there was nothing pulling me into wanting to know more about these characters. I kind of just wanted them to get the fuck off of there and go do something else because I could <laughs> just didn't want to watch it anymore. It was just overwhelming. It was overwhelming with how underwhelming it was if if that makes sense it was there was no lead up to th- something for me it was just kind of one note um of how they interacted and what they did on their own and i just couldn't follow you know what i was supposed to be getting from them so i I'm, I'm going to give them a 2 mm, I'm okay wow um i'm going to preface this with saying that i was really excited to see this movie because i knew it was going to be different very different than most things that you would see and when it came on and it was the the aspect that it was and and I was like all right I can get into this and I knew it was going to be something I would have to pay attention to I I figured out that it was going to be a little bit slow what we would call kind of a slow movie um, but mm-hmm. that everything that was happening was important so I was sort of hyper vigilant watching it and I think maybe because in the very beginning I didn't get there was not a satisfaction of we are starting now. This is, you know, and I think that has to do with the fact, Brendan, that you're saying the story doesn't, that, that it doesn't work as a story for you, that it works as a series of, you know, uh, right. small vignettes. Um, I, I think that that was kind of hampering me from getting into the characters. But I think once, once I, once I did, I'm, I'm, you know, you're fascinated by them because there, it really is, you're looking at, you're already into their deep into their psyche. And I was already picking apart who's lying, who's telling the truth, what's your motivation. Uh, and then also what is going on up in that lighthouse? I mean, all of those things. Right. Always um, looming in the background. Oh yeah. Always. And I knew from the way that they played their characters and the way that um, at that very last dinner before the night, it was the night that they were, or the next day they were supposed to be picked up by the boat and taken back off the island. So that's when all of a sudden, uh, Robert Pattinson's character was like, yeah, I'll have a drink with you. And it's like, as soon as he said that, I saw something in Willem Dafoe's character right there that I was like, uh, everyone's dead. Everyone's going to die. Uh, he's, he's take, he's spent the whole time that they've, they've been there trying to get him to do this because he wants him to fail. You know what I mean? Did you get that from this? Well, so he's like Robert Pattinson. He says at the beginning, he's a dry. He's dry. He doesn't drink. Right. Um, right. Because he refuses the toast at the beginning. But it's not just that. There's a lot of threat. I, I think I had a similar way of watching this, too. At the beginning, I'm trying to follow every little thread, paying attention right. to things with the bird, paying right. attention to yeah, the fact he doesn't he doesn't drink. Um, the right. way that you know Wake keeps Winslow out of the lighthouse, he tells him about the old guy who used to work there who went crazy, and you know he's just he's there's a lot of like there's a lot of things to keep track of and try to like tally up when you get to the end at all the nuts start stuff starts happening and you're trying to remember like, Oh, was this mentioned here? Is this this. alluding to that? Did this happen already? Like, is this told in some sort of reverse order or is it all a metaphor for the crazy guy in his story? So, I mean, yeah, at the beginning I was, it was more straightforward and I was just trying to follow the little things because I knew later on it was going to blow up and it kind of did. Right. So similar, but but, yeah, what what would you give them as a, as a rating as a whole? Well, so, so the, I mean, when you're watching a movie that's two characters, those have to be strong. And, you know, this movie, because the plot was a little, I was, I was having trouble with that, but I wasn't having trouble with this movie. So I'm thinking that it has to be the characters that are pulling it together for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're really fleshed out and really well-rounded for the time that you get with them, which is all the time. But a lot of the time that they're, that you're watching is silent. Um, A lot of the Robert Robert Pattinson's when he's by himself is silent and he's just trudging along in life. And so um, I'm buying into all of that. I'm giving the characters a four and a half. 
I am on board. I'm also at a four and a half. Uh, these are really great characters. Um, yeah. They're really, yeah. I, I agree with pretty much I everything. Just gonna say, did I know Nicole's Nicole rolling Nicole? her eyes. She's like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I missed here because, I mean, it's not, it's not hidden now that I really don't care much for this movie, you know, based on what I've said, <laughs> but I, it's not because of the style. Like I, I like art pieces like this that don't make any sense and they make you think and you know it's it's something bizarre and different what's what's the phrase i used avant-garde yesterday i just feel like that was yeah. the style that mm. it is and i after about 20 minutes that. into this movie i was grateful that I, originally jess was supposed to be on this because it's a horror movie and I was, and then she was like i'm allergic to black and white she can't do oh. black and white movies i'm like <laughs> all right well, well i good. guess i guess i could, could probably convince mama k to be on because it's arty so yeah. Oh, thank God she would she would shred this movie worse than <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, she would. But <laughs> the way that it was it. just pieced together wasn't enough for me to appreciate it the way that I think it was supposed to be. So I don't know if I missed something out of this, but I don't know how you're, how I can I would ever be able to give it a four for the characters. They're so boring to me. No, I think they're really <laughs> interesting. And I mean, so the beginning. I think they're rich. Robert Pattinson, like, and if I had to complain about something and I, if i wanted it to just lean into its uh vignette style and lean into let's just not have a consistent plot and kind of go complete fully crazy because the first 45 minutes i feel i feel like there's a story being told and i feel like we're leading up to something and then once we once i get i think it's the the, the scene they get drunk and start uh the, the one that nicole mentioned the one that she liked once that scene hits things start to unravel because Robert Pattinson's given into the drinking and then that's when, you know, things pick up and go crazy. But like the beginning, it's so defined. Like I feel Robert Pattinson the whole time. I feel his like pain and misery on this place. I feel his frustration with Willem Dafoe's character. And I understand when I don't like, I like to, I'm glad I'm not there. I'm glad I'm not in his presence, but he's such an entertaining and like magnetic force on the screen when they're doing their big argument scene. And I want to talk more about it because it was, um, I don't remember, remember how, how it came about, but Robert Pattinson is like, I just want a steak. I just need a steak right now. And and right. Uh, Willem Dafoe looks hurt. He's like, what? You want a steak? And he's like, you know what? I would take that steak. I just need a raw bloody steak, and I would just fuck that steak. And he's just like, you don't like me cooking? <laughs> it's, it is. It's so good. It is. It, 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 I, I was, I think, laughing for too long after that. No one else in the theater was in full theater. We but always like, are I, the only ones that are laughing there were some light chuckles there, but I was like trapped. I had to stifle it because I wanted to keep hearing what he was saying. It was so good. No, our and theater then, was our theater was laughing. Oh yeah, it was so good. And then and then he go uh, he goes on the just giant rant about how he wants him to sink to the bottom of the ocean and like be cursed for his entire life, like Willem Dafoe does. Yeah. For like it's like almost it's long. It's like ninety second rant of just yeah. his face and spittle flying and his eyes bulging out of his head. And then at the it's end of really that, Robert Pattinson just goes. All right, fine. I'll, I'll eat your lobster soup or whatever he says. <laughs> like, right. like I, I admit it. I liked your lobster soup. It was good. Like that. Those like five minutes is a good like encompassing of how I feel for the characters for the rest of the time. They're so good yeah. together, and they're so magnetic and energetic. And I, and I really, yeah, four or five. I mean, I only. It's not perfect because the beginning it takes a little bit of time for me to get get them. A little bit, but once. <laughs> okay, a, a lot of it. It takes time, Ooh. but they're still doing development. And then by the time we get to the explosions at the end, I mean not literal explosions, the you know, plot explosions, character explosions. Like that's, I, I I feel for the characters and I want things to happen with them. So yeah, it's it's right. a they're, they're they carry the movie. I think they do really good. Um, but let's talk about the visual the and sound. We, let's talk about the visual and sound because we've already talked about it a little bit. It's in black and white. It's got an interesting aspect ratio. The filming with shadows is very interesting. I'll go back to you, Mama K. What do you think of the visual and sound of this? Well, every, you know, you're saying this film was filmed in black and white. I think if you look at this movie and think it was filmed in shades of gray or sepia, it's not a sepia tone, but you know, it's shades of gray. It's crazy. Like that was my very, 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 very favorite part of this film is how it was done. I'm like, I almost felt like I'm okay with the fact that I didn't really get the story piece of it. And yeah, the characters are great, but the filming is you, I'm, I'm sold. I'm like completely sold. There was a way that they, that where he filmed everything where I felt, like you said, I felt when, you know, his, his 
old timey wheelbarrow, you know, fell over. And I thought that could be the end. I would just go run and jump off the cliff at that point. I'm all done, you know. <laughs> um, and when they were sitting at their table having dinner, you know, you could the repetitiveness of that. And you could tell that it was pretty much the same dinner every night, which I'm guessing was like haddock and potatoes or something like that. And, and le- until the night that they had the lobster, which I think I have to think about that some more about why that was a special I mean, I know it's a special night because it was the night before they were supposed to leave. But I also feel like I feel like the Willem Dafoe character knew they were never going to leave. I felt he, well, I he felt know like, we we get the idea because we're from Robert Pattinson's perspective for the majority of the movie. We get an idea that right. he knows he knows things that we, the audience and Robert Pattinson don't know. So we oh, don't yeah. always fully trust does. him. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I might have trusted him in the first five or ten minutes. But anything after that, I was like. No, this this dude is out here to like totally, you know, rake this dude over the coals and and kind of, you know, beyond the I'm the I'm, you know, I'm I'm the captain now kind of stuff. <laughs> I um, think I got that when he was up in the the gated off part of the lighthouse and didn't wasn't there some sort of like monster tail or something that went across? Yeah, there was, was like the tentacles. F- yeah. yeah, like cracking tentacles, but like. We don't know if that. I mean, it was it's, it was cut up kind of like he gets the dream sequences, like when he finds the drowning woman, the mermaid yeah. on the beach. Like he has Robert Pattinson has a lot of fantasy dream sequences that I don't know. I don't know what's really <laughs> happening there. I don't know if in real life right. he's walking somewhere and seeing things, or if he jolts in his bed and wakes up and it was all a dream. You know, it's it's hard to tell in the scenes like that. Yeah, and I feel like that too. That you know that, that there's part of that that's real, and then part of it that he's filling in the blanks. You know, right. with his imagination or whatever um when they get in a fight later on that's definitely made pretty clear that that's that's how he goes wait what do you mean can you well what so in in a little bit when they get in their big fight towards the end and he's strangling willem dafoe on the floor and it cuts to him and it's the guy and it's you know it's it's a different guy and then he cuts and it's the mermaid and we'll i mean we'll talk about that in a second but like you know i think i think that that i think that was the part that made it clear that yeah, it's it's happening, but it's like his his reality that we've been seeing is not the real reality. Right. And this is now his I mean, we're seeing it in the beginning. Things seem to make sense more. But now his you know, his he's descending into madness. And it just seems like that happened really quickly. So I just I have to say that um, once he started drinking, it was done. It was all done. <laughs> I That's exactly once he once he went to the dark side, it was over like. I, I and I felt that too. I knew when that happened. I was like, "No, don't do it. I don't care. Go drink the poop water. Don't do this." You know? <laughs> Go drink it's the like, poop water. <laughs> no, don't make that my quote, please. It might don't. be. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, God. I already see the poster. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So I I'm giving the that part of the movie the what do you want to well you know i was gonna give it a five but i really i'm gonna have to bring it down to a four or five because um i don't know that music the music worked for me in this the soundtrack piece of it like when there was silence and you can only hear all the crunching of the rocks and you know that's actually funny that you say that because i don't want you to take my part that i like so i had to interject because i don't like much about this so i have to (laughs) say what i do um that's actually the most stunning part of this to me is the sounds of this movie because throughout the the film you get that siren from the lighthouse in the background and it's so yeah. eerie and when it go when it's going around you know it's just piercing their skull every time right. they hear it all night long and like when I'm yeah. watching it and I'm <laughs> It's making me uncomfortable, too. And I think that's why I didn't like it, because I was feeling so uncomfortable watching this. But it was... So it actually spoke to you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely did. That that lighthouse moan was just so intense for me. It was making me very uncomfortable watching that part. But it's funny that you say that, because that's the, that's the part that did resonate with me the most out of the sound. It sounds like what you didn't like. <laughs> No, that's the part. I'm I'm saying that when that all was happening, that was great. Whenever they tried to do like a little filler stuff with some maybe like uh, music in the background, a little bit of like haunting stuff, there wasn't a lot of it. But when they did, that didn't work for me. I wanted it to be a completely like I'm hearing the sounds of what is happening in this movie. Mm. I don't want to hear background ooey noise. Something's going to happen kind of stuff. Um, it wasn't frequent, but when it happened, I was 
like, no, we don't need that. We're back. I want to be back in the, you know, the pseudo documentary of this. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a soundtrack, you know, and it didn't happen often, but it's going to take it. That takes it down to a four and a half for me. And Nicole, you were already talking about it. Continue with yeah. uh, your visual and sound. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like the sound effects of it just because I needed something that would give me a little bit more push into the eeriness of it. Um, if they, if I didn't have that um, background noise, I think I just really would have called it quits like altogether. I just <laughs> I needed something to just give me a little bit of, of something to hold on to, I guess. I don't know. But um, like I said, my, the, the most captivating part of this movie for me was that lighthouse whirring constant sound. It was during everything. It was when they were eating dinner. It was when he was looking at the mermaid and the, rocks it was when he was Mm -hmm. killing the bird it was you know every major moment as well as you know just everyday life it was just always in the back of his mind just that's like just imagine his head spinning with that music with that sound all the time but anywho (laughs) yeah just um, that sounds enough to drive you mad yeah absolutely to have that constant and it's so loud if you've ever been near a, a lighthouse when that sound goes off it's sure absolutely but um i thought that the the black and white choice was brilliant for this um i think it really adds to the eeriness of everything when the first in the first couple minutes when you get the dark background of the sea and the the sky and this really stark white lighthouse right in the middle of the shot the contrast is really beautiful and i think that it shows their emotions better when it's in black and white but at the same time, it's mysterious because you can't tell if they're crying or they're laughing or, or something at, a, at an important scene. And it leads you to have your own imagination of how this is really happening. So that was a really good choice. Yeah. I don't know if I like the squared off thing that they did. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it was definitely different. i never seen that in a movie theater before like that. I mean, I th- think this is the, the highest rating. I'm, I'm going to give a four. Um 4.5 i think for this one too i thought it was just beautiful yeah i'm also on board with you guys of the four or five uh, i agree with all, all pretty much all the positives you guys say so i guess my nitpick of the of the whole thing is a visual one um it's mm. I, I like uh, the black and white choice um the aspect ratio four three like nicole was saying it takes a little bit to get into but i buy in maybe 10 minutes in and i forget that i'm looking at a, a narrower screen right. than typical um so it doesn't it doesn't bog it down too much Sometimes when it's in black and white and because it's in black and white and because we're on an island with a lot of rain, a lot of wind, and I can't always see everything. Like, I can't really see what's going on. I don't know if it was inten- all intentional or not. I'm sure some of it was because, like, when you see, like, close-ups of, like, Willem Dafoe and, like, you see, like, the, the, the wrinkles and, like, the shading on his face and in certain lights. Like, I know that stuff is intentional, but sometimes when they're just, like, talking in a room, I can't I can't see anything. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't make out what the shapes are. Um it could be intentional. Think, like I think I'll, that, I mean, if it was intentional, don't you think that they did that because they want you to focus solely on their conversation, focus solely on their facial expressions and the, the words and not necessarily the background because I'm a background maybe. watcher, you know, that I am. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, sometimes I can't even see their faces. I don't like, I'm sure a lot of it was intentional. Uh, and I liked a lot, like a lot of it for a lot of time. It just became to the point at times where I like, I, I couldn't see what was going on and it affected my my enjoyment so that's the only reason mine's lower um but it sounds mm-hmm. like we're all on the same page we all have a, a small nit to pick with visual and sound but overall the style worked for us um so i'm gonna breeze through all this shit that happens at the ending and we can give our resonance and feel um <sighs> they get into so as as uh winslow becomes drunker and drunker uh he reveals to wake that he is actually named thomas howard uh he claimed the name winslow from a timberman who died in an accident that was actually howard's fault Wake tells him he has spilled the beans, like, you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed to tell me all that stuff, um, and then the visions and the drinking intensify. We see the the head with the eye missing in the lobster cage that he pulls up uh, from, I think, the previous lighthouse keeper, um, and then we so see... So is that even real? Well, that's the thing. This is Everything from here on out, questions on what's yeah. real, and except for, I think, the very right. last scene is real, but... Um, right. The, he is pulls it? Wake pulls out a boat to try to get away, or not wake, uh, 
Howard pulls out a boat. Howard, remember, Winslow is now Howard. Howard pulls out a boat and is trying to just, like, get away. Like, he's just, like, trying to take the lifeboat away. But then uh, Wake smashes it to pieces with an axe and chases him around. And as soon as they get inside in the cottage, Howard is like, why are you chasing me around with the uh, axe? And then Wake's like, you were just chasing <laughs> me around with an axe. And we see what Robert Pattinson sees, but apparently, according to to wake and i think he's pretty convincing here like i don't think he's trying to trick him i feel like we've been tricked and that robert pattinson's the unreliable narrator it's not it's not wake Hmm. that is that is tricking people we can agree or disagree about what that about that in a second um the the cottage gets destroyed by a big storm um wake's log about how howard's uh he should not get paid because he's been do have a lot of infractions and he's not doing his job right and he's you know behaving erratically drinking on the job um they get into their their final fight where where uh, wake is getting buried alive by howard um and mm-hmm. howard finally ascends to the lighthouse with the keys stares into the light um we just see his <laughs> like kind of ecstasy his o face staring into the light and um the don't whole, ever say that and- when we're doing this with your mom ever again we, we say shit like that all the time. I don't want to. Uh, it's fine. He's he's just he's he's gazing lovingly into the the, 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 the the lighthouse's lights. I don't know if he's gazing lovingly or not. He looks like he's in a extreme well, amount of pain. Well, everyone yeah. looks different. You can't say that. It's emotional. He is staring emotionally into the lights. Okay, before, I'll agree with Before that. falling down the lighthouse steps, and we kind of fade and hard cut to Howard is now lying naked, emaciated, missing an eye, withering on a pile of rocks uh, as seagulls <laughs> peck at his innards. Um, that's and that's how we end. It's uh, yeah. it's a whirlwind of craziness of what's real, what's not, who do I trust, what's really happening, and I'm gonna argue pretty much all of this. I'll just give my residence feel first, so, so then I can stop talking and you guys can go. Yeah. Um, I think my residence and feel is like a four. So it's gonna, th- I, I the stickiness factor. This is a sticky movie. This I will think about many many scenes that I saw at the end of this movie for a while, and that's one of the big things I look for in residence and feel. Am I gonna remember things? And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember some stuff. Um, I wish I, I wish I had a better opinion on what I think happened, what's and what's real, and even more so, what is the theme and the point? Like, what's the message? Like, what am I supposed to? What what opinion am I supposed to have at the end of this? And I guess it's it's exceptionally ambiguous. Um, my argument at the end is that Wake has been Wake has been the fine this whole time anytime we think he's being crazy that's howard's interpretation and in actuality wakes fine i think they are both there i don't think they're one person uh i think howard gets worse as we as he goes and that is shown at the end when they're doing their fights and wakes seems like when he's getting buried alive he seems like a helpless old man get who just got attacked by this crazy kid and um i think the only thing that's really fully 100 percent true at the end is when Howard's dead on the rocks getting pecked we're not dead dying and getting pecked dead on the rocks so um I like it I'm gonna it's gonna stick with me I might need to see it again to understand to give it higher than a four to understand what I'm supposed to really be feeling but it's sticky it is sticky uh I'll go to uh Nicole no I would like to know what you think of the residents of feel Okay, well, I wish that I cared a little bit more about this, maybe like you do, because it just, like, I know that there's something there. (laughs) I didn't want to take the time to figure out what it was because I didn't like the overall story. I just, I, I wish that I had felt something more about it, but instead it just went the wrong way for me, and I blew everything off and stopped paying attention because I just wasn't getting out of it what I thought I should have been. If I were to see it again, I feel like it would be beneficial to have to, I don't know, I don't know what to say about it. I don't, it would be beneficial for me to watch it again because now I, I have an understanding of what's going to happen. I don't have to fucking listen to the beginning because it doesn't mean anything and I could pay attention <laughs> more. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't care enough to try to figure out who was who who isn't who what's going on and what's real life what's not so that's unfortunate because i wish that i was at that level but i I just can't be um so i'm gonna have to give it like a 1.5 for my resonance and feel wow well you know (laughs) happens uh mama k yeah 
So much. Um, so yeah, I'm going to think about this movie, but it kind of makes me mad to have to think about this movie. Cause I feel like that's a self-indulgent thing for the director too. There, there are a lot of question marks here and maybe you are supposed to just, you know, work it around in your own brain the way that you want to, yeah, are we overthinking or the this? way that works <laughs> for you. I definitely understand no, the movie I... less than I did before I went in. <laughs> I understand less of what, what, what it's supposed to, what, what it's supposed to be. Um, I was looking for a really good lighthouse movie, just about really cool lighthouses. <laughs> I knew it was going to be That's... heady and weird and arty, but like, I'm going to say it was more that than I even was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you find it a little self-indulgent? I totally. mean, I, but some, but you know like, me, I, there's sometimes I really, really love those movies and they stick the landing and this one, it doesn't, it doesn't f- like not stick the landing. Like it, it's not perfect and I don't, it's not going to be a classic for me, but like there's, there's right. so there's, there's something sticky about it. And that's, that's, that's something there, that there I appreciate. Is. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm going to give it a three for that just because there is. And because I think part of it is because I really will have to think about it to ferret out exactly what I'm taking away from it, which may not be what anybody else takes away from it. I think that there's too much of that. And that's a problem when you have a movie that makes it so that you're, you're second guessing everything, but you're not ever proven that you're supposed to be second guessing everything. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know that I see it in the same way that you see it, Brennan, that it's the really the antagonist is the Robert Pattinson character. Really? You think Wake is the antagonist? I I think he is, but I can't. But the the problem with me with that thinking is that 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 means that he would have to have gone into this whole situation knowing that the outcome was going to be what it was. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems weird that he would just like take this kid here to make him go crazy like i i, I mean i guess you know motivations well, he are did hard. it to the guy before well uh, we, i mean the, i don't did he like i don't I, I have no idea Well, that's the assumption that i'm making is that he did it to the guy before and somehow he just really likes to play with with people's you know i think i was emotions. gearing more clearly, that way as well really i thought yeah, maybe yeah. the guy before just like robert Pattinson, like can't hack it out there and the way he is like we find out about like his family that he left and like he's he's a sea guy through and through like he was always going to be out there and like if you can't like robert pattinson's not he's like he's literally like a fish out of water he's he's not uh, you know he hasn't been doing this his whole life so right. i thought he like the right. guy before him couldn't hack it and and that's what drove him i thought it was more of a cautionary warning than it was a, uh, no, a threatening I, I feel like he's I think what happened in the, this is where I'm coming from on this is that he's, you know, a misogynistic old man who, you know, he likes to drive people insane. And in this point, he drove somebody who was going to turn around and end it for for this guy. Um, I was, you know, not I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't buying into that. This was something that was being driven by the Robert Pattinson character. I feel like um, a lot of it. I mean, stemming from the bird situation where he was you know like up oh, you you can't you know don't mess with the birds they're the souls of lost sailors or whatever and it's like okay well that's what's that's where we're that's where we're going with this now all of a sudden the guy you know now it's a now it's like a free fall from there it's just everything goes bad and um i mean poetic justice justice at the end that he's being eviscerated by them while he's still alive but um which might have been one of the best actual scenes like how it's shot <laughs> oh that it's just really, horribly really disturbing the it's, whole it's... thing is great but it was but that was really good the post-credit scene where you know he was the the guy from what's the show the simpsons the salty sea captain from the simpsons when they showed that that was pretty awesome um it didn't happen, just in case. I say, I did not I see know. that, so. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't the Willem Dafoe character, wasn't he like the old salty captain from... He's like the old the salty Simpsons? captain from Insert Anything. Like... Everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But like Peg Leg, everything. You know, he's like... Yeah, that's that's why when they had that guy, and he's such a caricature of that, I thought, this guy doesn't really exist. You know, he's a figment of this other guy's mind well that's still an so, option because at the end at the end end where the birds yeah. are eating him he is the only one there i mean i know we're supposed to think he killed uh willem dafoe either buried him or hit him with the axe or whatever you want to believe well, he happened put an to axe him. in his face so yeah there's that or, yeah but like do we i mean when he was strangling him he saw like five different faces and one of them was a tentacle monster so like how, how much <laughs> how much of robert pattinson's point of view can we really trust 
Right. Well, and the thing is, is, isn't he really just killing himself? He's killing the part of himself where he should have, you know, I don't know whether he was really directly responsible for the death of the guy in the logging accident or whether he was just uh, guilty of watching it happen and not doing anything about it. But, you know, isn't he just killing himself? The old salty guy just represents everything that's terrible in the psyche of the Robert Pattinson character. So, um that's the kind of stuff that will just keep rolling around in my head, unfortunately. About this <laughs> unfortunately. Movie, but, <laughs> well, yeah, I can't, it. you know, I'm not. I, well, yeah, I like to, I like to, even if I have to work a puzzle out, I like to be able to work the puzzle out. And I just don't see that happening. Add to that the fact that we don't know what is in the light or is the light something so wondrous that, you know, it blinds you and you fall down a flight of stairs or is it so horrible that it blinds you and you fall down a flight of stairs. So, I mean, I don't think people can even agree on that. Like, we can't, obviously. Um, so that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be thinking about a lot about this movie. All right. Well, I mean, we've... Also, we've... lots of angry masturbation. So. Yeah, we didn't even mention the angry masturbation, but there's there's frequent... I just did, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, prior to the very <laughs> last line of our talk discussion um so you know this we, we're at the end here a lot of ratings all over the place on this one really i mean that's pretty fitting for a movie like this that's going all over the place uh i will start with the <laughs> let's see i'll start with you nicole would you recommend the lighthouse uh, i don't fucking know i don't know um <laughs> I you don't know. would you recommend the lighthouse <laughs> you personally uh, no i don't think that i would um, but I can't say that because maybe I'm missing something out of this and maybe this is, you know, the biggest enigma movie we ever needed and we don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe that was what his intention was for us to not know what the hell to think about it, make up our own assumptions, feel like we're wrong and then stew over it for days. So I don't know what we're supposed to do here. <laughs> um, well, if that was his goal, he's doing, he's, he did all right. He definitely did. <laughs> So that's why I'm torn if I should recommend this or not. You should go see it to understand what the fuck we're saying and realize it doesn't make any sense or just drop it completely because it's so like infuriating that you don't even want to see it. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> don't go see it because it, I couldn't bear it and I hated it and I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I might, but I don't want to. I like how you were thinking about recommending it, even though you said, I, I hate it, I can't bear it, I wanted to leave. <laughs> like, but you're still I don't thinking about recommending think. it. I don't know what to think. It's so bizarre. Because there's the underlying, the, there's the underlying, you're supposed to feel yes. this way about it. You know what I mean? So is that, terms, is that terms for recommendation or not? I don't know. Well, it's a, I, I think it boils, like, there's plenty of movies we've talked about in here that are horror, we are objectively horrible but like guilty pleasures or this wasn't so horrible bad it was this wasn't horrible. no i'm just this saying there's, there's all types of there's all I, types of reasons yeah. you could recommend or not recommend something it's just like down this to, it grossed this, this movie grossed me out in a different way i've ever felt grossed out before to the point where like <laughs> i just had chills but for like a bad reason I'm like this is weird i don't like it I don't want to think about how this could be something other than what it is. It's just what I was given was not good enough. Don't I don't recommend it. Fuck that. <laughs> Mama K, would you She's recommend no. the lighthouse? I'm gonna recommend the lighthouse. Um I think people who like films and want to be challenged by them and are okay with the fact that it's um a little more self indulgent than I think it should be. Um that it doesn't really help the audience as much as it should. Um I think are, are going to enjoy this movie. Um, I don't think any, I don't think very many people in the general public are really going to like this film at the all. The audience score on Rotten reasons. Tomatoes is like 83. So at least the people seeing it are like, but that's, it. but the audience that we had well, in our the theater thing. were the type of people that'd be like, that was weird. I don't know what that was. And well, no, we got clapping me. at the end of our show. And Mama K, you said you saw it in like an art house theater in Portland. So like you got all kinds of, yeah, like, mm, yeah it's very, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was all like, oh, so very much. Yes, let's, you know, kind of stuff. Um, and then there was the one girl who was just like, I don't know. Well, that was just about two dudes and a bird and masturbating. And I don't know. What, <laughs> what did I watch? You know? Um, so I think it depends, too. I mean, if you're, like, going for a Robert Pattinson Twilight situation, you're <laughs> going to be disappointed. No. That's not what's happening here. 
Um, and I think he's made some headier stuff more recently that kind of are, is more like this. Oh, yeah. He's but, got a ton um, of like solid indie cred these days. There's a lot of movies I've seen in yeah. there that are, that are gritty, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, for me, his face lends to that because his face kind of weirds me out a little. Can I talk a little bit about his mustache for a minute? I don't. It was the prickliest looking mustache that I've ever seen. I loved it. Really? What? Yeah, I thought it made him look really. It was like, so sticky outy. It made him look really like washed up, like trying to just find any means to make a, a living type of guy. Like he didn't give a shit you about said his he, appearance. He looked hot, and Mark I think was he does. Repulsed. I think he does. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I stand by Willem Dafoe is, much... is the is the true attractive one here. Oh my god. No, and did we see Willem Dafoe's butt in this movie? Was that what that was? <laughs> what that was not okay with me. I don't think we. I think we saw we saw Robert Pattinson's, but I think, I mean, we see we see him mm. fart and poop and pee every, and and, be, and <laughs> like pass out. Oh, his snoring was nightmarish. Well, <laughs> like, uh, Robert Robert Pattinson looked down into a in, into a hole in the floorboard at some point, and I thought anyway, it doesn't matter. That didn't. That's not a make or break moment for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. The prickly mustache. And and the fact that is that all of the facial hair he can grow if he's out there for either four weeks or nine months, whatever it was that he was there. He had some so. stubble, but um all right, well so that's not enough. It's a recommend from Mama K through all that and uh, <laughs> and a not recommend from Nicole. Uh, I'm on the recommend side. Um I've actually think I like it more now that we've talked about it. I'm like, you know what? I kind of I, I liked it more than I thought I did because I was really excited going into this. I came out like not let down, but more just like confused. I'm like, ah, I liked a lot of that, but <laughs> yeah. like I don't understand it at all. And now we've talked about it a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I'd probably see this again, and I, I probably would like it more the second time around. And um, yeah, it's a recommend for me. Uh, so two recommends, one not one like very Maybe. confused, angry, not recommend. <laughs> That was almost a recommend, but yeah, two recommends, one not recommend. That's the lighthouse. Um, you know, I, th- I think we got some a lot of theater reviews coming up in November. Uh, and what are some of those? We got Terminator: Dark Fate. I'm making Jess watch that, so you get to hear Jess be upset about that. Oh, odds are, Yay. odds are not Thank looking you. good for for recommends on that. Um, but we also got <laughs> Ford vs Ferrari. Uh, we got the yep. Mister Rogers movie with uh, with um, oh, what's his name? With Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Uh, Knives Out. Mama K has been clamoring for that. That'll oh, be coming I out at the end. I have been. at the end of November. A um, lot, lot of stuff I'm leaving out. I think we're pretty much, except for maybe one week, we're all theaters this month. So exciting! Hopefully, yeah. some Oscar stuff in here. Hopefully, it'll pump up this still somewhat disappointing year of movies for me so far. Mm. I'm hoping that we can get some, we can get some more gems. Um, some uncut. We have Star Wars. Gems. Come on. Well, that's at the. That's oh, that's in, in December. December. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for Did being on. Did you get on. tickets already? Hold on. What? I need to know. Did you get tickets for Star Wars already? No, what there's still some available though for around us. I saw a Thursday night previews pretty much for opening. Yeah, for opening weekend. Pre- really? Thursday night previews are sold out, but I think the weekend yeah. there's some. There's some okay. Month, so. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you guys for being on the lighthouse. Say goodbye to me already. Damn. I'm saying goodbye. Thank you, Nicole and Mama K, for being on. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Until next time, everyone, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod and check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced.